All right, it's time for us to check in with our Scott Chance this morning. Good morning, Scott. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. So you also like to shop at Winners. I shop at Winners. Yeah, I do. Good to know. John Strait does too. Oh, yeah. I was just it's... doing a little survey because I read this great article in the Wall Street Journal yesterday about men's shopping habits. Okay. And I guess the fashion, the men's fashion editor there was kept getting emails from male you yes. know, shoppers saying, why don't you ever review the clothes at Costco? Because men's Costco clothes are amazing. And so they did. It was like a huge spread in the Wall Street yeah. Journal. And yeah, they, yeah. they came back with the big thumbs up. Yeah, I know a lot of guys that rock clothes from Costco. One of the reasons that I don't is because I think they don't have enough variety. So when you get something from there, everyone who also shops there is like, oh, yeah, you got that at Costco. Eh? I view that as a badge of honor. Yeah. I was at Park Royal last summer for something and I was wearing like a linen dress that I had bought at Costco. <laughs> and a lady went by me and she stopped and she pointed at me and I thought she was going to ask I thought maybe she was like yeah. a fan of the station that, you know, that she was going to ask me about work. And she said, did you get that dress at Costco? Yeah, yeah. I said, yes. As a matter of fact, that's I did. she goes, oh, I have the one in black. And so oh, we had this funny. long conversation about that too. So you never know where you're going to get great clothes. Well, I think that a lot of that has to do with the women's clothes there are, are better and the men's clothes there. Like it's just, it's not according got, to the Wall Street Journal. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I do like that though. Like I really like rare sneakers. You know, like rare oh, sort of sneaker loud yeah. sneakers. I mean, I would be if it wasn't like a really expensive hobby. But uh, I like, you know, if I'm wearing a rare pair and I walk down the street and it's very, it's like somebody notices, you know, oh, like, guys oh, do. you, People you got a pair of those? Like, oh, yeah. those are only available for one day and you got a pair. I can't believe that. I like that. Yes, that happens. That happens. I, I have a, one of those in my family, somebody who loves to, not yeah. rare because obviously they can't afford it. But I, I'm always shocked at the number of people who will stop him and be like, hey, Great, great shoes. Yeah, totally. Uh, there's a, a line from Nike that uh, has all sorts of little nods to all different things from pop culture, like the Simpsons and various different things. And people who get it kind of really get it. It's one of those interesting subculture things. I love it. Okay, what are we talking about today? Uh, well, I want to talk about how tired we are, Simi. I'm not. <laughs> you, you actually seem quite energetic this morning, I will say. Uh, do you hit snooze in nope. the morning? You don't. Uh, okay. My alarm doesn't even go off. Whoa. I will tell you, Scott, that maybe my alarm alarm goes off and I maybe three times a year. Wow. Yeah. That you sleep that far through. My alarm goes off every morning. I sleep until the alarm, but I never hit snooze. I'm the same as you and uh, other people. I'm up who, before my alarm. Sure. It doesn't even hit. I don't even hit it. Yeah. People who I've, have worked this early shift like we do talk about, you know, sleep habits because it's such a precarious thing and have said a lot of people, you never hit the snooze. You just, the alarm goes off. You get up right away because conventional knowledge has always sort of said that uh, doing that is worse for you. You should just get consistent sleep right up until the last minute that you can sleep and then get up. But now a new study is actually kind of going counter to that, saying that snoozing up to three times might actually be good for you. Up to three times? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. 30 minutes. They're calling it like a sort of half sleep state that basically just stretches out that you know, waking up period and um, gets your body used to the idea of, of, yeah, of waking up. And they say that it's not as damaging as they would have initially thought. The way that they tested this was uh, letting people, first of all, people go to a sleep lab. 1,700 people went to this sleep lab. How do you get into a sleep lab? That's my first question. Do you just want me to sleep? 
And you're going to do everything else? I don't think I could do that. Oh, really? Oh, man. But I'm going to go to sleep and people are going to monitor me? I don't know about no, that. No, I'm totally into that. Totally into it. Uh, and then when they woke up, they either let them snooze or let them ma- made them get up and turn the lights on right away. And then they asked them some math questions and oh, uh, sort of tried to determine their cognitive ability. Now, of course, there's a lot of variables here that, you know, don't necessarily. But, like, it's a, it's a big sample group, 1,700. That is big. And they're finding out that, uh, yeah, like most people who hit the snooze button perform just as well or better in some cases than the people who hit don't hit snooze and get right up. I will say that I think it depends on the shift that you work. Hmm. I think if, you know, on this, if you work an early morning shift, you're already probably setting your alarm for the latest that you can yes. get up yep. to get to work. So you can't really afford the snooze. And it's not like there's a whole room full of people here. If one of us doesn't show up for work in the morning. Right. That's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem. Because we used to have somebody who did that, (laughs) who liked that snooze button a little too much. Yeah. And that causes problems for the other few people who are working at that that hour. That sort of plays into this. I think it has a lot to do with the type of person that you are. Like, I have trouble getting back to sleep knowing that I'm only going to go back to sleep for nine or ten minutes. Exactly. It's a waste. It is a waste. And then I feel like my sleep was not as good. It was not enjoyable anyway because you wake up like, oh, I should have just got up. So that's what I try to do is that if I wake up 15 minutes, in this case this morning, half an hour before my alarm was going to go off, then I'm just going to get up. Yeah, I do, the, I do that same thing too. Sometimes I walk in the door here and they'll... <laughs> Our producer, Greg, will say to me, why are you here so early? And I say, you know what? Forward momentum. There was no stopping once I was up and out of bed. Yeah, yeah. And you've said that before to me, the forward momentum thing, because you don't nap. Like, I still nap. Like, I'm going to have a big nap when I get home today. But you don't do that either. No, I don't. I only nap on Fridays. Right. And because I don't, I want to make sure that my sleep is not interrupted during the week. You have a nap in the afternoon, then what if I can't go to sleep at night? So that's just me. But you know what? Some people love the snooze, Scott. They love the snooze button. It's lame that sleep is such an essential thing for us and yet so, so hard to get right. Like all you're supposed to do is just lay there and do nothing. And yet our minds have twisted it into this thing that we need to examine it and come up with better systems for it. I have an app for it or wear a watch that helps you sleep better, Go whatever sleep it is. Lab. I would love to find out from people whether they're snooze button people or not. So you're not a snooze button person. I am not a snooze button person. Neither no. am I. But let's see if other people out there, are sure. you a snooze button person? Do you use it and how often do you hit it in the morning? Maybe you're hitting it right now.